protecting your assets for the next generation. You're listening to The Strong Room, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to The Strong Room. I'm Peter Watts. We begin today with a conversation with the newest member of the Justin Trudeau cabinet. Hamilton area MP Philomena Tassi was appointed Minister for Seniors in July. She's an interesting lady, a lawyer by trade. She has spent 20 years as a high school chaplain. She has spent the first month of her term listening to Canadians. What did you know about seniors' issues when you took on the role as minister? Well, uh, to begin with, Peter, my my, uh, whole life has been about service. That's always been uh, a constant theme. So whether it was, um, you know, wanting to be a lawyer and practicing law or uh, working as a chaplain for 20 years and then finally putting myself up as a member of parliament, the focus of all that has been on service. I, I, it's been important to me, and I get um, my, I find greatest happiness when I can serve. So that was the first. That's the first part I'd say is that that's what I bring is a, is a, is a gratitude to be able to serve uh, seniors in this role. Um, the second part is uh, with respect to my uh, chaplaincy days, as I worked as a chaplain for 20 years. And in that role, able to see the magic that would happen when I would bring seniors and youth together. Um, and, uh, you know, seeing how valuable that intergenerational exchange was. And then as becoming an MP, you know, seniors are always important to me. So I had uh, what I would call tea and talk with Tassie. And I would go to various places and also uh, receive seniors in my constituency office so that we could continue to dialogue about issues that were important to them, uh, challenges that they were facing and, and ideas that they had. Um, and then finally, in my own life, um, you know, having um, a mother that's been aging, but also friends of the family and, and walking that journey personally um, with seniors. And that's something that really, you know, strikes you at the core. Can you share with us what the prime minister asked you to do in his letter to you about the job? Well, I haven't received the mandate letter yet. But verbally, the Prime Minister has asked me to travel across Canada and to do something that's very important, to listen. And so what I am doing now is I am um, traveling and meeting with seniors themselves. We have to make these decisions with seniors. Their input is, is critical and essential. But also organizations that uh, work for seniors and getting the insight, uh, experience, knowledge that they have, and then also engaging with family members of seniors. Have you, have so you learned we, anything? Well, I'm learning as I go. There's certain issues that uh, seem to keep coming up, um, things like affordable housing, uh, income security, health care and home care and long-term care, uh, seniors' isolation is raised as a problem, elder abuse, and so, you know, these are issues and themes that, um, that people are talking to me about and challenges that they are facing. I presume that part of the job is to what I call read your file cabinet, and that is to uh, discover what existing provincial and federal programs aimed at this group are currently in place, either in terms of financial support or health care or caregiving, as you point out, or social interaction. Uh, are you getting a sense of that as part of your own drive to put a plan together as to uh, how to proceed? 
Yes, a, a couple things I'd say in response to that. The first is one of the programs that uh, we have as a federal government that I'm very uh, happy with and I think is, is, a, is a great program is the New Horizons for Seniors. And that's a program that um, communities can apply to. And uh, it's a $50 million annual uh, program that, that really responds to some of the issues that I've just raised, you know, like isolation, um, encouraging seniors to uh, mentor, uh, volunteering, those sorts of things. So that's a program that I'm um, uh, very happy about and, and, and really witnessing the benefits that that program is having in communities to counter some of the challenges that seniors are facing. Um, with respect to the provincial part, I mean, the, the most important thing I, that I have learned is the uh, importance of working collaboratively with our um, provincial and territorial partners. You know, so there is that relationship where the funding will pass. So I think of one example that uh, our government has made is $6 billion into home care but it's the provinces that actually deliver the services there. So, uh, and, and we know that seniors want to stay in their homes. They want to age in their homes, which is why we made that investment. But it demonstrates the importance of us working together to ensure that we get it right so that the dollars are actually leading to seniors being able to age in their homes. So in October, I will be meeting with the uh, provincial and territorial partners and I think that that uh, dialogue is extremely important. Are you familiar with a term uh, called elder orphans? That is, those people who have no one close to them at all. Yes, I. I you know, uh, the the term itself, um, I haven't heard come up much. But I think at the at the uh, root of that is this isolation issue, and that I have heard come up a lot. And it's, it, it is the elder, uh, you know, the elder orphans that are uh, experiencing it, but it's also seniors that have family but are still feeling isolated for various reasons, whether the family isn't close or whether um, uh, families are, are really busy and, and trying to maintain and balance all their life, or sometimes seniors just feel that they need a little bit more encouragement to, uh, you know, become engaged in communities. And, and one of the things that I am a, a big believer in is that our seniors have so many gifts and talents that we would all benefit. And we need to invite them to share, to continue to share those gifts and talents. And, and, and one experience I would say as a chaplain that I had that demonstrated that was when I took uh, seniors and students to the mall. So I worked with a seniors home and, you know, brought the students and seniors to the mall and then the students took the seniors, and it was a Christmas shopping trip. So what the students would do is help the seniors choose age-appropriate gifts for their grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And uh, it was amazing what happened because the seniors were so grateful because they were very happy with the gifts they were going home with. They felt that they knew that their grandchildren uh, and great-grandchildren were going to really appreciate these gifts because, of course, they had, the, you know, they had someone with them that was shopping that was giving them great uh, advice. But then also that the youth were able to experience and listen and share the insight of seniors, the wisdom of seniors, the stories, and, and, and receive a little bit of guidance. And at the end of that, it was an amazing experience. Both the seniors and the students left with brilliant smiles on their faces. It's a small example of what I think that we need to tap into with our seniors, and that is to provide opportunities so that they can share with communities their wisdom, their knowledge, their humor, their insight, 
and that's something that you know that I, I hope to uh, achieve. I think the question will be whether it's achievable within the scope of a government uh, nationwide program, or if it works best on a localized one-on-one level, uh, and whether or not you can create the opportunities for a bunch of those kinds of uh, examples across the country. Yeah, well, that's a good point. But the, the, so the new Horizons for Seniors program is one that focuses. There's two parts to it. One is pan-Canadian, but the other part is local. And the, the, the more significant part is local in terms of the funding dollars. And um, the other thing I would say about it is that what I'm noticing with these programs is that there are so many volunteers. There are people in the community that believe in these programs. And so the funding dollars come, but they are supported by countless hours of volunteers who are doing significant, amazing work. Why? Because they believe in our seniors. They know that our seniors have made significant contributions to our communities and that that seniors deserve, earn, uh, have earned, and should be able to look forward to aging and to do it knowing that they're going to be secure in their aging years and also know that we value and appreciate the wisdom that they have and the insights that they have to offer. Minister, seniors have votes. They're prepared to use them, I think. Do you sense that there are some things that uh, are happening on your watch in this portfolio that can be pluses for the Liberals as you head to the next election? Well, as I've said, I think we were elected, we've been working for seniors. I've mentioned some of the things that we have implemented to date, and I think that has been a, um, a strong uh, statement as to the value that this government puts in our seniors. And moving forward now, I want to ensure that seniors know that I will be their voice at the cabinet table, that um, I am honoured and humbled to have this position, and that for me it's very important that we get this right, and I will work as hard as I possibly can to ensure that that happens. The Honourable Philomena Tassi is Minister for Seniors in the Government of Canada. Next, what happens when or if you call Alberta home, but you want to make your principal residence outside the province? You're listening to The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.